good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Yesterday, Mary Alice and I began to look at Psalm 119, which is the longest chapter of the Bible. It's also right in the very middle of your Bible. You know, if you open your Bible to, to the middle, you'll be real close to Psalm yes. 119. Let me ask you a question. Uh, do you ever struggle in your Christian life not being the person that you want to be? I mean, knowing what it means to be fully following Jesus and yet still be struggling uh, with our weakness. Oh, know? I know I do. I do too. And it's a blessing to me to know that the heroes of the Bible struggle with the same thing. And and even though God used many of them to write God's Word, they let us know that because they were inspired to write down what God gave them, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily an indication that they were fully living by what right, God was right. having them write, or at least they were struggling. I, I often think about in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, where Paul said, don't be worried about anything. But earlier in the chapter, he's so thankful that one of his assistants has been healed so he wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And, and, and here's the thing. To, to Paul's credit, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he wrote both things. Mm -hmm. He didn't say follow me. I never worry about anything. He just said, this is God's will. And, and Paul, if, if I'm quoting it correctly, and I won't quote it, but he had said as well, I've not yet gotten there. Yeah, not, you yeah, know, that's this right. Is, it's, what do we call it? The progressive sanctification of the believer. So we're right. all on this journey. Yeah, and so you think about even guys like Jonah who are writing this story, Jonah told about his own failure, you know. Right. Elijah had to tell about it too. We would have never known what happened, you know, when Elijah ran for his life and God told him to listen to the still small voice. We'd have never known about that if Elijah hadn't told us. Right. You know, uh, how would we know that Jesus turned and looked at Peter after Peter denied him the third time? The only two people that were there were Jesus and Peter. Mm -hmm. So Peter had to tell us. Right. And so what I'm thankful for here is in this 119th Psalm that I believe is written by David, he's talking to us about what God wants us to do and how he wants us to live. And yet in this wonderful section, David is going to admit that he struggles. Mm -hmm. And he's going to beg God to help him. So yes. let's look at this wonderful yes. scripture. Uh, in verse 4, he says, You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. In other words, David is saying, I know how I'm supposed to live. And he said, God, you're holding me responsible, accountable uh, to obey you. But look at the next verse, verse 5. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Okay, let's slow down here for a moment. Mm -hmm. Because when he says, oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees, that is a prayer. Yes. And it's an indication that his actions did not consistently mm -hmm. reflect your decrees. We were just talking about that yesterday when we yes. were reading in the life of David that there were times when he's very uneven. Right. And, and that's a struggle for all of us, I think. And I was remembering we were saying earlier, a saying that our Bible college President used to say, consistency, consistency, thou art a jewel. So we all fight inconsistencies in our yeah. life. Typically, he would be talking about how some famous pastor was preaching one way and living another mm -hmm. way, or mm -hmm. you know, his theology was one way one time and another way another time, and then he would just look up to the to the ceiling and say, consistency, consistency, thou art a well, jewel. Well, and all of us, I think, know what our weak points are, and mm -hmm. we're fighting that all the time. And so yeah. we know we know what it is uh, to, to fail. Yeah. Let me ask you what your thoughts are about this, though. When he says, oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees, 
he's talking about failing at a life that he wants to lead. Right. I mean, because it is, I mean, when, when you say, oh, that this would happen, mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of like this plea to heaven asking God for help here. Which I think that's such a good picture because our culture, our Christian culture right now is so confused between this battle we're in against our own flesh and living in a, in a uh, attitude of rebellion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because to me, this is, I, I don't think this is like you said, it's not an attitude of rebellion. Right. It's just failure. I mean, right. how many times do we ask ourselves, why did I say that? Yes. You know, why did I do that? And when we ask that question, it's an indication that that's not what we wanted to do. So we reproach ourselves because we know it wasn't what, we, what God would want, and we didn't want it either. But there was a weakness there, mm -hmm. and we, and we uh, failed in that weakness, which is, I see the opposite right now in, in a Christian culture of, don't don't question me. I've decided mm -hmm. this is okay. It doesn't matter what the Bible says. It doesn't matter what God says. But you and know that person rebellion. would have a serious reason to question their relationship with the Lord. You if, think? If, well, I'm just saying, if they were rebellious and really did not want to follow God, to me, I'm not saying they wouldn't be a, a Christ follower. I'm saying they would have serious reason mm -hmm. to question their relationship with the Lord. But. On the other hand, a believer that's struggling, that's failing, yes. that's heartbroken over failing again and again right. and again, that person is indicating they have a desire, they are agreeing with God about right. what kind of life to live, just struggling with it. That, that reminds me of that passage in First John about confessing our sins to the Lord. We're not going to get our, our sin card stamped to say it's okay. Yeah. We're going we're agreeing with God, which I know that's what confess means is to agree with God. Yes, this was sin and I'm I fell I failed again. Lord please for, forgive me. Um it's so it's such contrast to the culture of our day. I'm really anxious to get your take on this. I know that sometimes when I find myself asking why did I say that? Why did I do that? You know, uh I find myself reproaching myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that's all that helpful. What David does here is he asks for help. Thank you. That is good. So that's what I want to get your take on. I mean, because yeah. David is saying, it doesn't do any good for me to beat myself up over mm -hmm. this. It's not going to make the word be unsaid. And probably what will happen will just contribute to the pattern happening again and again. When he said, oh, Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. With that pronoun, your, we know who he's talking to. He's talking to God. This mm -hmm. is a prayer. And he's saying, oh, God, help my actions to consistently reflect. That reflect is a good word there. Reflect your decrees, your commands. But then the next verse, I love this because it goes with that. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. <laughs> you know, it is, it is healthy that we're ashamed when we fail. But we have a place to go with that you know, because I, the Lord tells us to take it to Him. I just want to circle that verse and circle it and circle it and circle it because He said, If my actions reflect your decrees consistently, I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your decrees. And I really do believe it is a healthy thing to compare our life. Right. You know, it, it, once a year I have to go in for a physical, right. you know, and the doctor checks everything and checks my blood. And I, I just think it's important for and, us to. And he, and he gives you a. A report. This is where normal is, <laughs> right. and this is where you are, and you need to get in line with normal. And I think the Bible is our plumb line for spiritual things and how we live our life. 
And so, you know, just like you get checked up at the doctor, we need to get checked. We need to check. Well, you know, thankfully, I haven't had this happen lately because my reports have been real good the last mm-hmm. few years, few years or so. We, you and I, have adopted kind of a plant-based diet, and that's had a real positive benefit yes. on our on our blood numbers. But I remember in the old days when I would go and and the doctor would, you know, check my blood, and he would say, mm-hmm. "Hey, this this level is a little high. You need to." consume a little less fat mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. I think there's something about comparing our life with the Word of God that causes us to know that our lifestyle needs to change because the other thing that we would compare ourselves to is other people which I think again that's a tendency in our culture yeah it, it, it will take us down this this slide if we compare ourselves to a declining culture instead of comparing us ourselves and our behavior to well the you know Word he, of God. he is saying something Mary I said I think is, it speaks to our heart because, you know, it sounds like we're just saying, oh, our life is not aligned with God and we should feel bad about that and ask God for help. We, we should. But I think that there's something else that's true. There are times when I read God's word and I find that I am in obedience with mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. there's a certain joy there like, okay, I do that. Right. You know, right. yes, I, that's how I think. That's how I feel. That's, that's how I talk. Uh, not as many of those as I would wish. But I do think there's a joy. Well, that, that's that next verse. Because the next verse says, As okay. I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. And then we talked oh, about the, here's this the big verse. One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Time out. Because yeah. we're, we're getting to the one that you're going to want to put in all caps. Yes. Because we, you and I both just love this. Yes. Read it, Mary Alice. Uh, verse was 8. I will obey your decrees. But then he ends with this, <laughs> with an exclamation. Please don't give up. Please on don't me. give up. Please on don't me. give up. On me. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think we want to give up on ourselves. Like I did yeah. it again. I, right. That happened again. But we're saying, Lord, please don't give. Up. You know what? The the good news is, He won't. He won't. He no. won't. We're His children. He won't give up on us. He'll keep working with us. If we have that desire and we want to follow Him, He's going to help us do that. You do hear that heart of David, though, yes. because he's like, "Don't give up on me." You know, I'm I'm growing. Yes. I'm growing. I'm getting there. And and if you've been reading the, the life of David in, in the one year Bible, then you know I think we're early on in the life of David right now. But you'll see as he gets further on. He has a lot of failures. He does, but and he's he's always on the journey. Yes, he's, he's always, always going forward. And his heart is always his in heart God's is will. In, yes. in God's will. And and I think the beautiful thing is when Jesus came to our world, he called himself the Son of David. That's you know, right. He would, That's right. Even with all of David's failures, Jesus identified with David. And I, we could go on talking about mm-hmm. that forever, mm-hmm. but this is good stuff right here. Yes. I and mean, I just think, Mary Alice, I want to. I want to concentrate on these verses. I want to apply them in my own spiritual life. I'm not a young man anymore, uh, but at the same time, with the time that I have left in my life, I want these verses to be front and center in my heart and thinking. Great great for memory. They are. Great to memorize. Would you pray for us today? Yes, let's pray. Father, thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for uh, helping us to grow in our spiritual walk and for helping us uh, as we as we seek to do your will, to help us to be consistent. And we know that that is your desire for us, and if that's the desire of our heart, you are going to help us in this life to overcome the evil one as he tries to take us down. And it's your joy and our joy to follow in your will and, and to be in a great relationship with you because we're obedient. I pray for our Noah's Window family today that you would be with each one, each family represented, that you would just guide us through this day. We need your presence. We need your protection. We need your provision. Draw us close to you, Father. May we 
fill your presence, Father. And we're just going to give you the praise and the glory for all the things you're going to do in our lives today. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for Mary Alice, Mary Alice for praying with us and praying for us today. And we pray that you have a wonderful day. Yes. And God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless. See you soon.